0: First I ever dressed to go to a class in college was I went to class in a wife beater. I didn't do that ever again after that, but
1: I don't know. You can pull it off. You're black. <laughs> I feel like you can pull it off way better than I can. It just no, like if you it. have
2: like I some fubu sweatpants.
1: Welcome to the Bitcoin Podcast. This show is intended for information purposes only, but we're not experts. We're just two guys within the Bitcoin community.
3: Bitcoin is an
4: experiment in the separation of money and state. You'll be surprised how many will support that, and adoption is the only thing that matters.
2: Welcome to another week of the Bitcoin Podcast. I'm your first host, Marcello. And I'm host number two,
1: D. And Corey Petty.
2: And uh, last week, we had on um, the CSO of BitWage, Mr. Chester. If you didn't check that out, uh, please do. uh, As a celebration for reaching over $1 million in total volume transacted last month. They are happy to announce a BitWage September promotion. So over the course of this month, any BitWage user, new or old, uh, who performs over $1,000 in value and payrolls will receive $5. Uh, So whether you're a longtime valued BitWage user or you're a newcomer to the BitWage movement, and if you're unfamiliar with the movement, uh, make sure you listen to our last episode. Uh, Join them as they celebrate their new milestone. So big congratulations to those guys.
1: I like how you fixed that, how we called him the COO like 13 times yeah. and you're <laughs> like, guy. the CSO is what yeah. we meant to say.
0: Yeah, sorry everybody. Yeah,
2: he's, he's a big deal either way.
0: Yeah, I mean... Hmm. Yeah, yeah.
2: Million dollars, not too bad. Uh, uh, another thing that we talked about on the last episode was uh, the curriculum is being geared towards Bitcoin and uh, our host, Corey, over there is actually going to enroll in a Bitcoin class. Already did. I'm excited about it. So when's that start? What's that all about?
1: It starts, I think, uh, next week or something. I'm not quite sure. i got an email when it starts. And it's one of those things where, you, you know, every week you watch the videos. It's one of those regular Coursera courses where it's a free course, sign up, you watch the videos of the week, you have homework assignments, there's a forum where you ask questions, etc. You can ask the teacher questions. There's lecture slides, et cetera. I don't know. I've never taken online courses before outside of Coursera, so this is the only format I know. Uh, but it's essentially, you know, he gives you material. There's a textbook that he he already created um, about this stuff. So as I walk through it, I will plan to tell you guys how it's going, what we learned, what I expected, what I didn't expect, et cetera, like that.
2: Cool. And we we reached out to your instructor, but he didn't he didn't get back. He's probably I'm sure he's a bit busy. Course. This is something yeah. <laughs> yeah. I took a peek at the textbook, and it's serious. So it's, it's definitely not a
1: Mickey Mouse course. I'm 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 giving a course, but I didn't make the textbook. So that's a it's a different story.
0: <laughs> Cello, did you open and close it in the same motion? The it was a PDF, so I clicked the shit out of the X. And I got out <laughs> of that. <laughs> no like minimize X X X. Corey, uh, Corey was to... right in
2: um, saying that it wasn't just, you know, like, this is what a cryptocurrency is. It was just, like, formulas and, <laughs> like, system penetration, modular testing methods. And I'm just like, nah.
0: Have you heard
2: nope. of the internet?
0: You want to take <laughs> this class? So, that's the exact opposite of that. So, <laughs> Corey, did you go, like... Yes. Are you going to go... Shopping like for new clothes and stuff for the first day of class.
1: No, nah, dude, I have all that stuff. I'm a professor.
2: I, I mean, but, I think you noticed like the smart people didn't <laughs> <laughs> look like it was the dumb kids that looked the freshest the first day of school, and the smart kids were like, "Oh, nah, dude, oh, no.
1: yeah, that's true."
0: <laughs> yeah, that is kind of true.
1: I dressed in sweatpants every day in college, every single day, until unless I had some type of seminar or talk to give, then I, I put some pants on and there's like a button up shirt or something like that.
0: The worst I ever dressed to go to a class in college was I went to class and a wife beater. I didn't do that ever again after that, but
1: I don't know. You can pull it off. You're black. <laughs> I feel like you could pull it off way better than I can. It just looked no, like if you
2: it. had like, some <laughs> fubu sweatpants, that would have completed your ensemble.
0: I could go to class in camo socks and a wife beater, and nobody's going to say anything.
1: Camo socks, you really can't push that. No one can push that. <laughs> or...
0: Anyways, um, we should probably be talking about Bitcoin. So... <laughs> Okay, uh, <laughs> let, let, let's
2: let's bring a little uh, bad news, and then we'll we'll bring in the rear with some good news. Um, we're actually going to have this guy on the show in the future. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard about Gift, but they're not doing so good. I think eighty percent when they first started out, eighty percent of their transactions was Bitcoin, and like twenty percent was PayPal and credit cards. And those statistics flipped. So now
1: let's not make 80, it sound like they're not doing good. They're doing well. Fine. But in terms well, of Bitcoin, no they're doing
2: great but the, the the president of the company is a firm believer in Bitcoin yeah uh, so it's testing its faith right now that's all it's, they're still profitable they're still doing great
1: but now, I'm curious about so its percentages have like relative percentages are sometimes tricky I wonder if they've just grown as a company and because they've grown uh, the number of users has grown and the average number of users that have come have come in traditional transaction types whereas the Bitcoin amount has stayed the same and if that's the case then that's exactly what the numbers would show is their their relative numbers would shift towards visa and credit cards and stuff like that and the bitcoin would say the same becoming smaller relatively
3: mm.
2: so you, so you don't think it's a purchasing trend you just think their fan base has grown more users use don't use bitcoin and I don't that know. just I'd reflects like to, in the numbers
1: i'd like to ask him cuz he definitely wants i think he wants the majority of his business to be bitcoin cuz it's great on ramp to uh, if you can't find a way to spend your Bitcoin at a certain store, you can just buy the gift card to that store through Gift, and so it's a great it's it's a great avenue to spend your Bitcoin on things that you want in real life. It also has to do with just like regular. And why would you do it with a credit card if you could just use the credit
3: card? I oh. don't. Yeah, uh, uh,
0: I think it's going to have to you, take yeah. time for people in general to forget about. The crash, like, it's, yeah. it's it's gonna take time because now, right now, if you're getting into Bitcoin, there's still a good likelihood, likelihood, Hoy. likelihood that you know that Bitcoin at one point was over a thousand dollars, so you're holding on to it, hoarding. Is that what you said, Cello? Oh, you bet, yeah, so <laughs> so you're hoarding it, like, you're, I know, like. I feel the potential of it going up, so I don't really want to spend it as much. Like I spend it here and there, but I replace it immediately, and I always make sure I'm spending it like when it's as most as it could be. Like I wouldn't spend it right now, but if it jumped up to like two forty, real quick, I'd spend you know I'd spend like five or ten bucks on some Starbucks. Okay, that's actually not Starbucks. It's a British coffee, not British, but Boston coffee place. Starbucks. (laughs) <laughs> anyways I would buy coffee it's always about buying coffee with this community but I'd be more likely to spend my Bitcoin when the value goes up and it's going to take a while for that crash to get out of the psyche for new people to be willing to spend their Bitcoin I think that's my Nostradamus
1: I don't know if I had more app. avenues here in Brazil I would spend it more often I have monthly monthly things that I pay Bitcoin with Through the internet and services that I like, a VPN and stuff like that. Uh, And I'll continue to use Bitcoin to do that type of stuff just because it's the most convenient, and I like doing it. But that being said, I have I have a lot that I hold on to as well, and I have my spending Bitcoin and I have my like my play Bitcoin, and then I have my holding Bitcoin. Yeah. Because we're here because we believe it's going to work in the long run. If it works in the long run. The value of your bitcoins going is going to be worth a lot more than it is now, just because of the nature of the currency
0: every day it's getting closer to that shift from if to when though no, that's what I like that's what I'm liking right now It's been the coolest uh time to have been a because, like all this good news and like you know it's not gonna be an if it's a win you know
1: yeah, absolutely. So. It's, it, well, it's definitely shifted to a win and the way that's a pun this future <laughs> the way this future is, is is shaped it's interesting how things are going to play out it's, it's definitely going to be a cryptocurrency world in a lot of ways it's going to transform everything how, how, it does it, how it does it and how much
0: yeah.
1: and what other cryptocurrencies emerge is going to be interesting
0: that's what we do. We do try to get people interested and educated on the topic, so they know what's happening.
1: So the banks can't just. I'm becoming more and more of a fanatic every day. I mean, I, my Facebook has just become an advertisement for Bitcoin. It's not yeah. even about talking to my friends anymore or <laughs> sharing funny stories that I find. People it's about. Even talk I to told you, you bitches. That's yeah. about all I say on on Facebook now.
0: Yeah, it's it's gotten that. Yeah, the, the last hey, it's just
1: been
2: Mad Max and Bitcoin news. That's it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had one of my great debates in a while. I feel like I should talk about Trump like tomorrow. Maybe get a Dumbals. nice fifty comment, fifty comment stream going. <laughs> get somebody that I haven't spoke to since high school come in and say some ridiculous shit. I'm start on. I'm we need a tomorrow. black James Bond.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's blasphemy! James Bond is white. I'm going to break
2: my 14-year silence with you by professing that there should be a Black James Bond.
0: (laughs) I waited for the perfect moment. I know I haven't talked to you since 7th grade, but Black James Bond. That's what we're going to talk about. Uh,
1: Welcome to the future.
0: Yeah. In the future, where James Bond is black. Mm -hmm. That's great. That should be the trailer should be nope. in the movie voice nope. no?
2: no because yeah. Human Torch is black in the last Fantastic Four and that <laughs> movie is Garbo so
0: yes it's so bad you couldn't even say garbage like you had to shorten that
3: <laughs> that movie yeah, was Garbo
2: nah.
0: <laughs> I want
2: to spend as little of my life describing that movie so oh, I abbreviate man. all eight words
0: for it so
3: yeah what to get
0: back to Gift which I hope has gift cards for movie theaters. It does suck. I, I'm i interested to see if Corey's theory is correct. Like, did they just get more and more people buying stuff? And naturally, That's more and more people great question. are going to buy with Visa and MasterCard? Or do people spend less Bitcoin? Me, personally, I tend to spend less Bitcoin when the price is down. I
1: spend more of it when it's up. Well, we can ask these questions when we interview him because yeah. that's up. so. If you listeners are interested as well, make sure you listen to that episode because you know what we're going to ask him.
2: Yep. Yeah. So. Um, but on this episode, we got a pretty good interviewee. Yes, um, we, we have Christian Saussier. Saussier? Saussier. 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 Uh, he tells us like ten times during the interview how to pronounce I his name him immediately. Yeah, and I still messed up. But anywho, he promotes and encourages uh, the development of decentralized solutions. Uh, So he's a good guest to kind of have on the show. But uh, I was listening back to his interview that we conducted, and he said something that was really crazy to me. Um, He talked about a dual revolution. And... uh, Uh, Wherein, I I guess, in the context of what he was talking about, it was where in the dot com days in the 1990s and now with Bitcoin. And the dual revolution was a term uh, that refers specifically to the time period between 1789 and 1848, in which the ideological changes of the French Revolution fused with and reinforced the technological and economic changes of the industrial revolution and that time period lasted almost 60 years so according to our guest we're experiencing a dual revolution in just 25 years so it's a pretty special time according to you know his basis you know we have the internet and then we have bitcoin in such a small compacted time so yeah um, that's what i found pretty fascinating
1: well the, the way i mean it's we are, and it's fantastic that we're alive in this time period, but the way that the accelerated pace at which things happen as technology grows is, is pretty astonishing. And I wouldn't be surprised if it continues on this type of route where these types of uh, revolutions happen more regularly because we've built these giant infrastructures over a large period of time to work throughout the world, and then all of a sudden we have incredible velocity of information Mm-hmm. It allows for a much much faster development of other things that haven't quite caught up to that uh, velocity of information. And the first thing we've done so far, what we're working on now, is speeding up the velocity of money. And yeah. I'm curious to see what happens next. It's it's pretty interesting.
0: Yeah. What are, what can economies do with when money moves this fast? So, and Cello, you actually brought up something really awesome with that dual revolution. I want to talk about a book that I've been kind of reading. That goes right along with that, but kind of reading. Uh, it's really big. Okay, all right, <laughs> Captain Judgery back again, <laughs> <laughs> round two. The kind of really reading. Book. It's like four hundred pages long. Anyway, kind of reading this book about dual revolutions. It's not about dual revolutions. It's about technological advancement. Gray Kurtzwell, you guys know the guy, Kurtzwell. Nope. Anyways, he's super <laughs> duper smart. But let's get into the interview with Mr. saussier Good to go. All right.
2: So uh Christian, uh I think it's safe to say you're part of the uh the early adopter population. Uh, <laughs> you've been in it for a couple of years now. Uh tell us a little bit how you got introduced to Bitcoin and why you're still sticking with it.
4: Yeah, well uh thank you for having me on the show and um yeah, I got introduced to Bitcoin, uh, you know, through the internet, you know, uh 2010 or so. Uh I actually forgot which forum. Um I saw I saw, you know, a post about Bitcoin and there was a client, you know, a reference client, and at the time, um I started mining. I think it was later in that year. I installed it on my iMac. I had an iMac at home and I installed the the software and I just essentially let it run in the background for for months and months if not at least a year and um of course, like like if you talk to most early adopters like this, where I mean, bitcoins will work like fractions of a penny, right? I mean, to me, it yeah. was just it was just a, an experience like, oh, look, something cool, just like you know, I used to you to run SETI at home, you know, to try to find extra, you know, terrestrial intelligence or whatever. Mm-hmm. This was just another cool idea. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna help this network by just running their client on my computer, and you know, I never thought it would ever catch up. Never actually looked deep into it. To understand, and never had a clue about the revolution that was about to come. And in fact, when that computer crashed and started having problem, I just trashed it. So I have no idea oh, no. how many how many oh, bitcoins man. I mined for like a year on an iMac. You know, it was a nice iMac, and at the time, you could mine with just anything. And yeah. um, so, yep, those bitcoins are they're still on the blockchain. But guess what? Nobody can touch so, them. It's Like losing a lottery <laughs> ticket. That's exactly right.
0: Except. So except a beat.
4: <laughs> except nobody uh, except nobody has access to them at least the lottery ticket if you lose it whoever pays you for the lottery still has the money in this case those bitcoins nobody has controls over them right they're just going to sit there forever yeah, you know, right. in, in those accounts with nothing going on um and then you know a couple of years later i started buying them and it was hard to buy bitcoin i remember telling a friend how i went to um like a, a money transfer place you know whatever it was called you know um i forgot i forgot i forgot the name and then i ended up uh, a little later on i bought some bitcoin at walmart you know you could go to walmart you know print out something from the internet you know take it there as a as a bill and you would you know, go to Walmart, give someone cash. They would, you know, transfer the money to that account, and so so I was trying all sorts of ways to get, you know, to, you, know to, you know, some bitcoins, and uh, and then it really caught on, and, and I think when it started going up, that's when I realized, oh, this I mean, this is not just a geeky game anymore. I mean, I was just having fun with it because nobody knew about it. I was I felt special, and you know, but now it's like, no, no, this is this has a real purpose now. When when the price hit like five, ten bucks, fifteen. I was like whoa i 'm making money now, <laughs> so um, wow so and, and you've
0: that, been in it for a long long time
4: wow. Oh, well yeah, well yeah. You know, yeah. again, uh, that doesn 't mean my eyes were open, and you know I mean it, right now, if we knew the future, right, we would either sell all of our bitcoins or buy everything we could, right, yeah. sell everything we own and buy bitcoins, but we don 't do that because we don 't know the future, and at the time i mean there's no there's no way i mean it was a cool technology. Which is why I was, you know, playing with it, but but it doesn't mean that I understood the revolution that it was about to uh, to do. And in fact, this was the second time this happened in my life. I mean, how many revolutions can there be in someone's life? The .dot com days, way back in the nineteen nineties, I was coming out of computer science school. You know, in, in nineteen ninety four, I was on top of the game. I think uh, back in ninety four, I wrote like you know web interfaces for existing like Pascal applications. Yeah, I mean, Pascal. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) and uh you know i I was on top of the web this was my technology nobody understood it i remember skipping classes in school just because i was like coding and the cgi scripts and whatever right and and i was like i i know stuff nobody knows this is great and then you know what happens what happened is you know amazon ebay google i mean all these other geeks around me made, like, billions of dollars with this stuff. <laughs> and I just, uh, you know, I had my day job. So so this is a second revolution. I missed a train with the
2: dot-com totally. Well, five years <laughs> later, here you are at least.
4: Well, I'm there fun. we go. Now, yes. now, now I'm on your podcast, so I know, you know, I, I'm getting something. It was all worth it. <laughs> That's
0: exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so one thing that, that most people um, who aren't heavily researching bitcoin don't know is that there are other applications outside of just money outside of currency uh, that can be offered so and that's where you and i nation Nation are focusing on on. that's right can you explain a little bit about this for our audience
4: yeah, so so what happens with Bitcoin? I mean, Bitcoin was a revolution, right? Bitcoin was just bringing some technologies around cryptography and 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 all sorts of of tools together in a way that has never been done before, and and it was applied to to money or or value transfer through the you know, the Bitcoin network. Um, that same technological innovation behind Bitcoin, and that's what we call the blockchain, that can be applied to a ton of other stuff. Because essentially what the blockchain does, it's the first time that we solve uh, what in... in, 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 in computer science, is known as the Byzantine General Problem, and that's a problem of coordinating a bunch of entities who have no secure way of communicating with one another, and they got to trust that they're all going to do, you know, the same thing together at the same time, and all agree, if you will, on uh, on a particular outcome or a particular state of the system. And before Bitcoin, that that problem had never been solved uh, in a decentralized fashion. You always required a central database somewhere. You required an authority somewhere to tell you, yes, there's money in this account, and this is how much money there is. So for the first time now, we were able to coordinate multiple entities into agreeing without any one of those entities being the boss, if you will. So, of course, that, that works well with Bitcoin. That's why Bitcoin is, is doing well today. But when you think about it, this, this, this decentralization of control... Can be applied to a multitude of other problems, and that's what uh, is being done today. Today, when you go to a Bitcoin conference, uh, there will be a lot of talk about regulation, a lot of talk about adoption, and, and and just things related to Bitcoin proper. But half, if not more, of the conference is going to be about, hey, what else can we do with this blockchain thing? And um, and that's what I nation. That's where I nation comes into play. What we're trying to do, actually, iNation doesn't even come into play yet, because now there's already a bunch of companies who have figured out you know, a lot of things you know, that they can do with this. Uh, and they're, they're implementing new protocols to exchange, files to exchange, uh, other value, uh, units of value other than Bitcoin to, to create these smart contracts. And there's a lot of techno geeky talk around all of this. And, and, and that's the problem that iNation is trying to solve, right? there's a lot of techno jum- mumbo jumbo language related to bitcoin it is very um uh, technical today because it's it's so very new it is a big innovation that will transform the world at least as much as the web did and and so what iNation is trying to do is we we're, we we're, we're selecting partners Within the the very technical low level um, group of companies that are that are adding new products on top of the bitcoin blockchain, and what we 're trying to do at ination is create user interfaces r- real products that are easy to use by mom and pop right you don 't have to have you know a, a degree in cryptography in order to to use the product you don 't have to understand that there 's Bitcoin in the back end uh, we 're working on a number of projects where in fact, we, we want to hide all of this, you know, Bitcoin. I mean, nobody knows about it. Bitcoin just becomes a much cheaper, much more efficient, much more uh, uh, resilient way of exchanging uh, information and, uh, and value and storing information and value.
0: Awesome. So one thing that you said is that you guys specifically focus, is that you guys at iNation specifically focus on using the Bitcoin blockchain um given the uh I guess grand debate that's going on right now uh how would you guys use the blockchain for all of those things without that you yeah know, uh, yeah congesting the blockchain?
4: Nice. Yeah, yeah, you know uh, that that is a very good question. I, I am not um I'm not connected to the circles that have to make this unfortunate complicated uh, decision about you know which way the Bitcoin network is going to go. Uh, I do have some uh, amount of blind faith. I guess you could tell you could say <laughs> that uh, we will solve that problem. I don't know how are we going to fork? Are we not going to fork? Uh, is this going to be one thing? Is it going to be multiple things? Uh, for some of, for some of our projects. Uh, at uh, at iNation, we actually are going to create uh, another blockchain as well um, that is not going to be the Bitcoin blockchain. It's going to work in parallel with it for, for certain features of the system. But, um, but in general, uh, how, how the Bitcoin blockchain will grow to adapt to the growing demands that are made on it. Uh, and and I, I believe that what's going on today is is nothing compared to what's going to happen in in three or five years. So, yeah, it ne- it yeah. needs to adapt. Uh, I, I have opinions, but my opinions really don't matter. I mean, I'm, I'm letting that into the guys, you know, for the guys who are really deep into it to, to go figure out that problem.
1: Good call. That's what I usually do. <laughs> that's, that's really interesting. So what you're trying to really offer up is to um, really... Ingest all of the techno- technological mumbo jumbo and what all the geeks are doing to create these wonderful applications and feed it to the layman in a way that they're happy, giving them a pretty user interface that allows them to do things that they weren't able to do in the past.
4: Yeah, I, I, I gave right I gave yeah you're, you're totally right I gave some bitcoins to my dad uh, for his birthday or for Christmas or something a couple of years ago and I think it probably was the most disappointing gift I ever gave him <laughs> and, because he looked at it he was like huh oh. he put a little app on his computer that shows him the price of Bitcoin and there we go you now so so you know he, he doesn't get it and 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 that's what us in a Bitcoin space need to understand that uh, until until you know, we realize that people don't care about Bitcoin uh, then then it's it's not going gra- to gain the mass adoption that uh, that we wanted to 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 get, so you look at a lot of the bitcoin i mean even i nation jeez am going am I going to complain about our name in public <laughs> you know there's a lot of bits there's a lot of coins i mean there's a lot of techno names you know in the space you know it's yes. bit this and coin that uh, i about nation about we about got the, the i world. you know <laughs> so exactly you know and, and that's, that''s that's cool for us because we're we're in the space but you know for my dad and my mom that you know he just wants to make a phone call he just wants to share a file he just wants to send my my sister some money or whatever and he doesn't need to to know bit chain block anything you know it's, it's just, well, he just wants to send money
1: <laughs> well it's great about what you're doing and and what iNation is trying to do is that well, from what i've from what I've found in my experience trying to convert people into Bitcoin is that they don't really care until they find a tangible good that Bitcoin has gotten them. Say I bought them a cup of coffee, they purchased something on Amazon or Google or something, or uh, you know, a newegg or something like this. And when they receive it, they're like, "Oh my god, uh, that was easy!" And I paid it. I paid for it with this funny money that I didn't believe in until now. And what you're doing is you're offering more services so that later on when you have these products and someone wants to do something like, well, why don't you try doing it this way? It's way easier. Yeah. How does it work? It's like, well, it's through Bitcoin and it's kind of complicated, but it's way easier and it's way more secure and they do it. And they're like, Oh, that was way easier to do the thing that I wanted to do already. That's right. That's right.
4: A company that I I really love. uh, I'm going to give a plug to them. I am actually not related to them in any way. I don't even know who runs it. Change tip. I mean, these guys, first oh, yeah, of all, there's no, there, there's no there's no <laughs> bit or coin or chain or anything in their name. It's just tipping people. And you do it. It's like you send a tweet, right? Or Facebook or whatever. You've got multiple platforms. And you just say, hey, I'd like to buy you a beer. And and with that statement, their system figures out, hey, a beer is worth about two fifty, and they transfer two dollars fifty worth of Bitcoin from my account to your account, right? And and, and it's just so easy to use. That is what we got to do, right? We you know to be successful, and I hope change <laughs> change tip becomes successful as well. But to be successful, we got to make it as easy as sending a tweet or or you know the one click on Amazon or or anything like that.
2: Yeah, we've used it a, a lot ourselves sending it. To other people, for sure. Uh, So, Christian, uh, we're going to put you in the hot seat right now. All right. I like it. In in 10 words or less, describe Bitcoin.
4: You know, I I knew that question was coming because I listened to the show. (laughs) So it's easy for me. For me, Bitcoin is private money. And, And I think it's money. I mean, we can talk about blockchain, but that's a different thing. Bitcoin itself, to me, is private money for the people. By the people, this is not some governments. This is not anybody else. This is us, the users of Bitcoin, who run the Bitcoin client, and and we make our own money and we we trade with one another with that private money. It's it's a revolution and it's going to change the world. All right,
2: yeah, I, like I like that. It. And we uh we disqualify people when we feel like their answers are rehearsed, but you pass. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
4: Well, I only passed because I listened to the show. I mean, yeah. you disqualify me. It's prepared
1: himself. It. <laughs> Can't hate on that.
0: Good deal. Well, thank you very much for stopping oh, by, Christian. Right.
4: Awesome. Well, thank you for having me. And uh, if you ever are looking for uh, not me again, but other people to bring on the show, and you, you're, you're running out of uh, guests, let me know, and I'll I'll plug some of my friends in the space. Oh, fantastic!
2: Awesome. And you and your girlfriend enjoy ACL in Austin and uh give us a holler. We will do that.
0: Awesome. So that was Mr. Christian Saussier uh from iNation talking to us about a bunch of interesting things, awesome things, dealing with how his company is uh going about working with the blockchain. Not sorry, even I'm saying it, working with Bitcoin, the Bitcoin blockchain, and they spent they really focus I'm working with just the Bitcoin blockchain. They're trying to get the most, squeeze the most out of that, squeeze the most juice out of that fruit, the Bitcoin fruit. So, I hope you enjoy the interview. Go to iNation. Oh, D. Check them out. What's up?
2: Multiple choice to redeem yourself from last week uh, was Solcier, A, the COO of iNation, (laughs) B, the CEO of iNation, or C, the CTO of iNation
0: he is the cto of i nation i take c you are correct yes oh nice what did i fucking you win you have been though? redeemed what did i fucking win what did i win
2: you you um, don't, don't, get I don't I hate <laughs> you don't get hate mail from
1: him
0: <laughs> you read about <laughs> won- the
1: people you're interviewing that's what you get
0: oh man that was so unprofessional <laughs> but anyways we still got him this as- <laughs> we still got the gen- Let's move on, okay? Mistakes were made. But uh Yeah, so right before the interview we were talking about these dual revolutions, which is great. And what was it, Cello? the French Revolution and the tech- the Industrial Revolution at the same time? Uh,
2: yeah, it was the yeah, and it it mostly dealt with political and technological and economic changes during the Industrial Revolution. So it was kind of multifaceted.
0: Huge changes, which which Bitcoin uh, offers that same uh, potential for change. But you mentioned that it took 60 years for that dual revolution, and it took 25 years just for the Internet to now coincide with Bitcoin. And the cool thing about Ray Kurzweil, uh, super-duper predictor guy, that is a really bad description oh, of him. He's a super smart helpful. dude. I think he programmed a computer when he was like 10 or something like that back in the 60s. Um, or back when they had black and white TVs, he programmed a computer to play like Beethoven or something but now what he does is he has a company that specifies in making technological predictions like where technology is going to go and he's been pretty spot on but the thing that he talks about in his book is how it takes less and less time for new technology to be adopted
1: that's weird, I just said that yeah
0: yeah, so read this book, Corey. It's called The Singularity is Near. But like from he talks about how quickly we moved from telephone uh, to television to the PC, then the mobile phone is now massively adopted like quicker than ever. Like when did that Nokia drop in the late 90s? And now like more people have cell phones than have I mean,
1: just just think about you were alive before the internet.
0: Yeah, I was. All right.
1: So think about that. You were You were alive before cell phones. Damn, that's
0: true, ish.
1: And so think about that. The difference between when you were young and you had to you know like hide from your parents with that long ass cord on the on the phone, like on the other room with the with the little twirly cord, and people would get clotheslined <laughs> by it to now. Where you don't even have a landline. It's 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 just frustrating to even have a landline in your house now.
0: Yeah. Stuff moves quick, man. Next next, next thing you know is gonna be virtual reality classrooms.
1: That's already started.
0: Oh wow. Jeez, what's what's next? What are we gonna do next? Can't we go to the Mars already? Let's go to Mars and Terraform. Let's make it happen.
1: That's already happening as well. That's that's in the plans of SpaceX. So is that's that already... something
0: else Musk is doing?
1: Yeah, in like 20 or 30 years. He plans, to have, <laughs> he plans to have the first trip to Mars.
0: I hope he's not an evil genius. Yep. I really hope he's not. Like, he's setting himself up you to, be, have to be an evil genius. No,
1: he's probably... He's, he, he's either one of two things. The greatest man that ever lived or the worst man that ever lived. That's the only two options. And I have a feeling that uh, he's the former. At least I hope for it because there's no hope for humanity if he's not.
0: yeah. Did you guys see the speech he did? With like, you could power all of the U.S. with like, I don't know, a tenth of the land of Oklahoma worth of yeah. solar panels.
1: Yeah, it's not. It's not that difficult. We just don't do it
0: because of money.
1: Yeah, well, it's politics. It's it's the same idea. It's entrenched infrastructure of of it's big business that's already there that don't want new innovative technologies coming through and messing up their party.
0: We need. We need t shirts that help with the dual revolution. Is what so, we need.
1: So Bitcoin?
0: Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> shirts that say <laughs> Bitcoin is better. Boom. Done.
3: Revolution,
0: revolution started.
1: Marcello, you got anything for us?
0: Yeah. Um
3: uh, <laughs> talking about revolution.
1: <laughs>
2: Um, BitPay calls on the industry to form a Bitcoin association. So he's actually, what's his name? Sonny Singh, chief commercial officer at uh, BitPay. Kind of wants a revolution and thinks the only way that we can achieve it is if we get people from like Coinbase, BitPay, Circle, Zappo. And they should all kind of work together and talk more amongst each other. So basically he's proposing, you know, let's just say cheeseburgers are new. And there's McDonald's, Burger King, Whataburger, and Jack in a Box. He says the only way to kind of, you know, mass adopt is if they all work together instead of trying to compete against each other. So what?
0: I like that. Speaking
2: of, speaking of revolution, um, what do you guys think about
0: that? I think it's really awesome. I, mean, I these- for one. Go ahead, Corey.
1: No, I wasn't talking. Go ahead.
0: Oh, I mean, if anybody's ever seen A Beautiful Mind, more shit gets done if you split the spoils fact that's a fucking fact prisoners dilemma google that okay but I think it's awesome if they work together I mean there's a lot of people in the bitcoin biz just trying to do what's best for their company but maybe what their company can do is help out with something else that other company doesn't do so hot so I mean we one thing is for sure with the banks talking about all this bank talk about bank chain and bank coin the free permissionless blockchain is going to need enough human investment to, to keep moving. So I think it's great. Fucking Viva la revolution. I didn't say that right. And I may have offended somebody, but
2: Jeez, <laughs> dude.
0: What? Okay. <laughs> I gotta move.
2: Jeez, dude. Um, what? last piece of information to, is tied to this that could help moving from racial stereotypes is there's a company <laughs> called b t c s formerly known as the Bitcoin shop, and I think this would be good to, for you know Dimitri too because you teach kids um, to, to kind of get either. people <laughs> no 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 no, you're on timeout. <laughs> Tuesday, they released a beta suite of interactive tools, which aim to improve the public's understanding of transaction verification services um, and the variety of factors that can influence market and business conditions. So overall, this tool set p- provides um, industry participants and uh, other interested stakeholders another chance to track and monitor transactions and activity on the blockchain, so what this does is it aims to improve the knowledge base of this growing market um, so basically this is a simulated Bitcoin transaction platform for learning purposes, so I guess you know it 's kind of like playing poker with play money. Um, you, you think people would respond to this like kind of you know dip their toe in the pond a little bit
1: if i 'm going with your analogy, no playing poker with play money is stupid uh, <laughs> but it, I think that it's necessary for people to because people adopt adopt this stuff into their into their business or they, start, they try to move money into it. There's always this associated risk that they're not willing to take. And it's 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 really what, what it becomes with a lot of people, it's a balance of risk because they don't they're not they're unsure about the technology. So when someone's telling them they should do it, they're like, well, why? What 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 is it? How does it benefit me? And what do, what can I lose if I do it? And by showing them the benefits through a virtual, a, you know, virtual tools, like you said, it could really kind of sway the idea. Of like, oh, okay, I get this now. This makes sense. This is something I want to do. It's not that difficult. It makes and, and it really benefits me. Instead of doing it and finding it out, finding it on the end, they can kind of. Um, Get their toe in the water without risking anything.
2: Yeah, if if and if enough people do it, it can very well alter how like myriad global industries conduct secure transactions. It just all depends on how many people respond to this type of beta rollout. It's,
1: it's this type of stuff that really is going to change. It's going to bring people in. I mean, these types of you know, these on-ramp services, trying to get mass media or the, the mass to understand and. Acknowledge the technology. And I'm, 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 yeah. I'm excited that anytime like this, any, anything like this comes out. Me too. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, like, isn't there a, I like that word, on-ramp service.
0: Isn't there a testnet already, Corey? There's a testnet for Bitcoin already, I think. But it's okay. kind of weird to use from what i read because people fork it all the time trying it's to got, do different it's
1: things. Be, it's got to be easy to use, a great UI... You know, it's got to be dummy proof. You, like you can't break it. You know what I mean? Yeah. When a programmer gives a, 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 so, a piece of software to the general public, it has to be break proof. Like it, it. And and that's what what currently isn't available, and what people like this are trying to make. And that's what's great.
0: Yeah, Bitcoin has a long way to go before it's dummy proof. But ah, man, when it gets there. Ah. Really. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. yes and no. It's well,
1: it just, depends. But with, with, so there's, there's this trend that I see coming with the, if, if mass adoption occurs. Excuse me. The percentage of people attempting to hack Bitcoin is also going to increase because as mass adoption occurs, that drastically increases the number of people who are ignorant about Bitcoin but are still using it. And so, I mean, just like with email. when yeah your grandmother sent out for emails she got started getting emails from Nigeria saying that they need money to send over millions and millions of dollars because they knew they could take advantage of those dumb people who don't understand the technology Mm. and the same type of thing is going to happen with Bitcoin because it's just the way the world works when you have a new technology that changes things and people start using it that don't quite understand it there's a group of people that do that are going to take advantage of those people and I'm curious about that because by learning how to deal with people like that for for Bitcoin, you learn how to deal with your entire electronic identity. Hmm. If that makes sense. So by us learning how to deal with the predators of Bitcoin teaches us how to deal with our entire electronic asset identity because it's the exact same thing. And it's a really good thing.
0: So what okay. you're saying is if you know how to deal with the most the people that know how to use the technology the most affluently, the most, you know, that use it the best, then it just covers all bases.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. especially with Bitcoin it particularly, by learning how to deal with securing your own personal wealth via passwords and cryptography, you've essentially learned the fundamentals of how to deal with your entire electronic existence, how to deal with anything that's out there in the inter- in the internet, that has to do with something that's that makes you vulnerable you learn how to deal with those types of things because if you can secure yourself digitally from bitcoin invaders you can secure yourself digitally from any type of digital invader and it's <laughs> the first time that that's happened so i think that's really interesting
0: you know i wanted to start doing at work send people like encrypted messages and the emails but with the cipher and see if they get it see if they get it I don't know I was, I've, I've been nope. real interested in cryptography since of course Bitcoin so it's it's interesting stuff we got anything left on the dock at Cello
2: no let's just uh, I want to you know throw out a thank you to Mr. Christian Saucier and um, you yes. can catch him uh, talking uh, alongside Paul Pui at Coin Congress so get your tickets for that and uh he anytime he talks, people listen, people pay. So really appreciate yes. him being on the show.
0: Absolutely. Oh yeah. So let's plug ourselves. Should we do that? Do that now?
2: Yeah, check us out. Uh on Twitter <laughs> at the BPC <laughs> Podcast. And Facebook. You know, I I feel like people know, but they're they don't really reach out. So we're starting to get a little bit of feedback. Uh, a couple of emails are trickling in, so let, let's keep it going. You know, We, we, like we read feedback. everything.
1: I mean, the more you tell us, the more we'll give back. And It's really one of those things. Yeah. Send us an email. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't. We'll change it yeah, unless you're gay. That <laughs>
3: wow.
1: Gay. That's a terrible <laughs> word
3: for <to> you.
0: <laughs> That's the worst word. Uh,
2: oh, next Lord week on the show, we have the Bitcoin farmer, uh, Mr. Mark.
0: Jeez. Moving <laughs> along. <laughs> New middle. Um. um we've been pretty fair with our offending everyone on the planet so you know um,
1: use the word in the wrong context you know what i meant
0: yes we all, i think we all did at the btc podcast on twitter um the com, of course yes uh, we would love your feedback we might even read some of your feedback on the show Right we should do that if we get feedback, read it on the show, but
1: yeah, it's good feedback, we'll do that, yeah, we'll do it next week
0: we should let's do it next week let's get some feedback you guys Even hit if us it's up.
1: like just vitriolic awful feedback. we'll read that on the show too because it's kind yeah. of fun yeah. <laughs> the, show us what you got <laughs>
0: <laughs> the guy that called us uh, like Satanists or whatever, oh yeah we we should that? Read that oh, that Libertarians. Yeah, yeah no the guy who's like everybody's pushing their filth these libert yeah, oh yeah, libertarians <laughs> pushing their filth on humanity. We were like, what? Uh no? What the keep it easy, bro. Keep it easy. Anyways
2: I mean Saffron is a is a CEO of her of her bedroom. She's a CTO. She's a CEO.
1: Everyone's important in their own way. <laughs> Did
0: you say she's a C C O O of her bedroom?
1: <laughs> Chief operations officer of her own bedroom. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, um other than that, iTunes five stars, leave us a review. Uh if you want to wish a four-star review, go to hell. Um if you want to donate, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to donate to us, uh donate in Bitcoin only because that Visa Mastercard shit, no way. We want Bitcoin so we can make the show better for you guys. So that's it. Word. Play the outro.
1: I love gay people.